Welcome back to another wonderful, wacky episode of Call to the Table, where we talk about all of the wonderful things that God is doing in our lives throughout this pandemic, and all the things that we can kind of have a retrospect on uh, through a crazy, crazy time. I'm Liv, and I have had three cups of coffee today, and am currently recording from the comfort of my bed. I'm John. I've been moving logs around, getting ready for a fire tonight. I'm Jordan. I am on one cup of coffee, and I already know I'm going to need more. I'm Caroline. I got up 40 minutes ago, and uh, I still have breakfast in front of me, but you're not going to hear it because of the power of the mute button. <laughs> so, as Liv said, today we are talking about finding the blessings that God has given us throughout this very crazy time in our history. And so the first thing I kind of wanted to pose is when we say that we're finding the blessings, is this something that we are and are encouraging people to do actively, like daily or weekly? Or is this something just kind of when you're discouraged that you are taking that time to kind of sit there and be like, okay, I feel discouraged and I'm going to try and see the blessings of this. Liv? I personally think it's something that we should do daily and weekly and monthly. So I think blessings should be looked at as far as a, uh, it's like goals, setting your goals. At the end of every day, you can have the most discouraging, discouraging moments but finding those one that one blessing throughout the rest of your day kind of gives you that that steamroll. It's like it's not it's like it's like going not going to bed uh, angry. You know, you can be angry at the world, but if you go to bed and you haven't discovered that one blessing, like you're doing yourself a, dis, a disservice. And I think it's something that we should be doing constantly, looking at you know you know. We're recording this on May 1st. It's a new month. It's a new way of looking at things. I went back in my brain and in my journal of looking at all the blessings that April brought. Even though April was one of the craziest, longest months of my life, yeah, I still got to, the chance to look back and reevaluate what that month actually gave. Um, but no, I don't think we should only feel or we should only check our blessings when we're discouraged. It's something we should do even when we're happy, when we're in a positive light, when things are moving forward in a, in a good way. That's my quick answer. Okay. John? I mean, I'm very much the same on that. Because, I mean, we are told to think about the Lord every day. We are told that we need to always think of everything He does for us. Whether that's the breath in our lungs, whether that's the sun shining, whether that's the good uses of pollen, <laughs> you know, spreading. There is no good use for pollen. <laughs> I or second that. Our table oh, my to word. Bringing beauty to, from flowers. This, you know, there's good with almost everything in the world that is not purely evil. Snakes are purely evil. <laughs> I'll argue that snakes are purely evil. I was about to say, give me, give me one blessing of a spider. Okay. Okay. Um, mosquito population down. Yeah, mosquitoes. I mean, that we is have very mosquito hawks. It's fine. <laughs> give the them their job back. Perfect. They're not going to get every mosquito. And nor are the nor are the spiders. They can die, and then the mosquito hawks have a little bit of a better chance. 
Give them a chance. I will say the snake population. All sorts of things. They help keep diseases down. Yeah. They... Same thing with snakes. Uh, we currently oh. have a, a king snake that lives underneath our um, barn, which I'm not super happy about because I never know when I'm going to see him in the backyard. But, but you I know mean, there's they... not going to be any other snakes in your yard. And they, Yeah, and he keeps down the um, vermin population, even though I think all animals are cool. Uh, you know, diseases, not good. You know, we don't want an overpopulation of something hurting the yard or other stuff like that. So, yeah. I thought for a second you were going to say we don't want an overpopulation of diseases. And I was just about to say COVID-19. Oh, oh, babe. No. (laughs) No. No. No, no, no. No. We have a big backyard and it gets torn up a lot. Caroline, when you did the no... All I could hear in my head was Jenna. No! (laughs) All I could hear. Oh, no! Look, I need to go visit Jenna's ratchet salon because I need a haircut. Preach, man. I want to go have her do my hair. She's also going to do your eyebrows and your stash. You're not going to realize that your stash is suddenly going to be darker, but it will be. (laughs) She's going to bleach your eyebrows and... Your <laughs> my eyebrows are already bleached, so how's that gonna work? Well, they just won't be there. They'll <laughs> be there, but they will be so not there that a void opens up because all of a sudden it's just the Two point black of inexistence. Above her eyes, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't and he'll walk out with a eyes. beautiful beard that How does not identify as a he; it identifies <laughs> as a she with a beard. Anywho. <laughs> Jenna, if you ever listen to this, we want to come visit your ratchet salon. Just saying. Jenna, we love you. Yeah. John, were you were you done? I think so. Okay. <laughs> were you done? <laughs> I have no idea now. Um, I'm lost. I can't be found. I'm sorry. I think I think for me, like, yes, I agree that there every day you should be able to find the blessings and like that's something you should keep in check. I think for me though, like on Saturdays is my time where like I do I write in my prayer journal just because my my week is so hectic as all of ours are it's a little harder for me to be able to sit down and take out an hour to 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 do my devotions and my prayer journal and so on Saturdays you know that I get up and I make coffee and I go and do I sit down in my comfy little spot and we kind of talked about this in one of our um, Instagram uh, live uh, podcasts that we did where I there's a couch that's in my living room and that's where I sit and look out the window and I journal and that's that's where I'm more active about it where like I specifically list the blessings that are in the week that I have already recognized but I'm writing it down and it's something I can go back and look at. So I think, yes, we should be finding blessings daily. But as far as really sitting and, and being in celebration of of the of the blessings that we have found with God and in our prayer time and stuff, I think you do it at a time when you can really focus on it. So yes, find blessings daily, but also have that time where you're able to sit there and celebrate the blessings that you have found with God and and really have a time of thanksgiving to him for the stuff that he has given. Okay, anyway, Caroline, 
so uh, I I agree with what everybody has said in that uh, it sh- blessing should be something that you take into account for every day because sometimes uh, something will happen and maybe you don't think about it as a blessing, but then at the end of the day when you're able to reflect, you go, wow, I'm actually kind of glad this happened because I was able to connect with this person or this actually will help me in the long run for whatever reason. Uh, could be something at work, could be uh, just, hey, I was alerted that this is something that I need to change in my life, uh, you know? So it's being able to examine everything in a, you know, for, for good or for ill and say, hey, I can see God's hand in this. Uh, it helps you stay connected to the fact that hey, God is here. This is something that, even if it is a small miracle, it's still a miracle. So, and and it keeps us grounded in who God is as a person and that he is, you know, he's not always big miracles or, you know, some sort of thing. Because I know that for a lot of, well, not, not just for a lot of people, but, you know, the population the unchristian population in general probably is like, you know, I'd only believe if I saw, you know, big stuff. Well, God wants us to say, to be able to look at the little stuff as well. I mean, in the Beatitudes, he points out the lily of the valley and how Solomon was not clothed even as one of these. And so he's saying, look, this is a little miracle. So that's kind of what counting your blessings is, is, hey, these are all of God's little miracles. Uh, I prayed for this to happen, and this is how he made it happen in a, yes, it's sort of mundane, but at the same time, it gives me happiness because I'm helping somebody else. I'm, uh, I've am i learned something for myself. We've grown closer in this way. So, I, I mean, everybody's kind of said everything that I already wanted to say, <laughs> but that's my perspective on, like, daily blessings, yeah. I guess, because I do agree with the whole let's do a reflection on this, let's do a reflection on this, because the more time out you have from it, the bigger picture that you can see. So, yeah, I don't want to just reiterate the obvious for our mutual consideration for the whole thing, you know. Yeah. So, um, yes, Liv? (laughs) I love this hand-raising thing. It's really making my life happy. Uh It's like Zencaster made this for me. Uh, (laughs) So uh, let me let me ask this question really quick. Is it possible to find blessings in, you know, thinking the, you know, the worst case scenarios of this current pandemic that we're we're kind of living in? This new weird thing that has kind of bombarded all of our lives. Is it possible to find blessings in this? Absolutely. I mean, I agree. I just, you know, Thought I, I know you're, you're asking for. <laughs> are, are we doing this in order too, or is this post to a certain person? Oh, it's to anybody. Do you want to, John? Do you want to answer? I mean, I thought we've we've mentioned this on other podcasts. It might have been a live podcast that we did, but this has been for the world as a whole just to slow down. Mm. In my opinion. It has allowed everybody to slow down, to focus on what matters, which should be family. And God. And God. Because, I mean, well, of course God. But, I mean, that's... Damn. Don't forget times... God, John. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you. 
But I mean, how often do we use the excuse, well, I didn't read my Bible today because I was too busy? Yeah. Or I didn't talk to you meaningfully today because I was too busy. I was too tired from stuff I've been doing today. How many of y'all have that excuse now? You do. I do, but for some <laughs> some days, yes. I do. But, I have that ex- well, I had that excuse. I don't have an excuse anymore. But what I'm saying is as the world as a whole. Yeah. As a general rule of thumb, especially within the United States, and given within the United States today is a day that a good bit of the country has reopened. This is true. I forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. John well, not, was like, they take all advantage of, of that, though. You know, might I not know John was all about gross. last. John was all about last night when we were trying to figure out what to do. He was like, "Okay, at eleven fifty nine, we're gonna go and we're gonna like just drive around for the sake of th- driving out." I'm like, "No, we are not. I'm not staying up till midnight just to break just because we're not no longer in shelter in place." I mean, I broke that shelter in place yesterday. I went to a friend's house and hung I, out. I frequently broke it just to go out and do whatever. Yeah. No, but I, I agree. I think one of the really cool things about this pandemic, for me personally, um, you know, I was I was worried about my job. I was worried because a lot of studios in general in the United States have had a very, very hard time adapting to this particular situation because, you know, out, you know, dance studios are made up of the community that pays for the services. So going into it, it was like, oh my goodness, we, we can't charge tuition if people don't have a job. You know what I mean? But on the flip side, like usually I would be freaking out about these things. But the beauty of it is, Jordan, you and I have had frequent, like, reconnection. Not that we we didn't, not that we needed a reconnection, but it was like, we are, we are more constant and persistent with checking in with each other as far as like, hey, how's this going? Hey, how are you doing yeah. here? And that's been like a huge blessing for me, not only because you're my, you know, one of my matrons of honor, but just because like, I get your text and I can actually respond at that moment opposed to because we work opposite schedules. Yeah. And I'm having to wait three days to get a response from you. Exactly. And now it's like, oh, I actually like, I'll sit down and be like, oh, I have a text from Jordan and I don't have work. Let me respond to this. And yeah. our, our conversations have been, you know, deeper and more meaningful because it's been, you know, one, you know, you're not working early in the morning, so you're able to stay up a little later, but I'm not working in the evening. So I can actually like put my time and, and energy into relationships that I don't usually get to do unless it's over the weekend when I'm not working. Yeah, absolutely. I I definitely agree with that. I like the fact that I've been able to see my, my god your our goddaughter more. I like the fact that yeah, I've been able to to text people back immediately and I'm not and and it's any time throughout the day. So, same with you, Liv. I'm I can get a text message from my mom in the middle of the day and say, "Hey, can you come over real fast? I need to run something by you." And because she lives 2 seconds away from me, I'm almost able to literally. almost literally, I'm able to to pick up in the middle of the day and go and see her, or go see my grandmother or 
you know, take Happy for a walk, whereas normally he's with my mom. So it's been it's been really nice to be able to do things that really slow me down because I'm still working from home, which a lot of people are not able to do. Right. But it it gives me the freedom to get my stuff done that I need to do for work during the day, but at the same time take time to go out and walk and be with people and kind of be in that community more because normally I'm just shut off from that. Yeah, and it's it's on the flip side, not just talking about our community, but I have friends who live all over the country. You know, I even have friends who live all over the world who are also in this slowdown moment where it's like we text each other and like, hey, do you, do you want to FaceTime? Yeah. You know, it's it's 11 o'clock p.m., you know, 11 p.m. my time. But, you know, in Europe, it's another time. And, you know, I can actually have these conversations with people that live, you know, in California, in Ohio. Um, I have friends who live in Texas. I have friends who live, you know, in Switzerland. Like, I've been able to reconnect with these people that I usually go months and months and months with, you know, yeah. without any conversation or communication. So, I was just curious, like, you know, because I know, you know, some of our listeners might be sitting there and saying, yeah, it's easy to count your blessings when things are easy or when things are looking up in this pandemic for, you know, for specific people. But I want to encourage anyone who's listening to this, like, I'm typically, and, and John, Jordan, Caroline, you can, you can attest to this. I'm typically the person who freaks out when things are changing or when things shift massively, especially when it comes to finances. And, you know, I've been really Mm -hmm. blessed with, with jobs that are, you know, upholding the contracts that, that we've had because they financially can support their teachers and their staff throughout the rest of our contracts. But I normally would be like, well, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to take care of this? What am I, what do I need to do here? I would have, you know, I would have stocked up on food. I would have stocked up on essentials. Like things would have been a lot different, but you know, it's, so I, I, I feel for those people who are probably in panic mode right now, but just know that there are blessings in panic modes as well. And it's, it's not all crazy. It's not all upsetting and it's not all, you know, negative, you know, turn your TVs off, turn your Facebook (laughs) off, go to Twitter and go check out all the fun gifts that I post on Twitter because that's, (laughs) that's where it's at. Quick thing, Olivia, how many people you think after this are going to keep an emergency supply of toilet paper on hand. No one. <laughs> no one. Um, except for me. Because here's the deal. Fun fact. I have been utilizing single ply this whole pandemic. Oh, 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 oh I'm so sorry. And then I find That's out my mom's been hoarding the two-ply. My mom hid the two-ply from us. So I've been using single-ply, which is... Not fun. So no. I will be hoarding all of the fancy stuff the second it's available to me. <laughs> and I'm going to look at everyone and be like, you can't touch my toilet paper. I had to do single ply. Today on Bunkers, we have <laughs> Olivia's hoard of toilet paper. Yes, I built this bunker underneath the ground with my own hands. Nobody's going to touch my five ply anytime soon. <laughs> No, if there was five ply, I'd be I'd be going out and finding it. I will pay money for that right now. This single ply is not fun. 
Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, love. Eh, you know what? It's fine. Caroline, do you have anything to add? We all need to go toilet paper caroling and just give people toilet paper. (laughs) Oh, honey, somebody TP'd the house. We're saved. I'm telling you, I'm going to TP my parents' house for the fact that they've been hoarding the (laughs) two-ply and giving me the single-ply for this entire time because that stuff doesn't leave. It doesn't, you don't run out of single-ply. It doesn't (laughs) run out. It just stays. You just need to take the TP and write in TP, one ply sucks on their lawn. Yes. Yes. And then you take the hose to it so it sticks into the lawn. (laughs) Ew, that's gross. (laughs) That's disgusting. There's nothing worse than like water wet single ply toilet paper. (laughs) Hence the reason why I said it. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Oh, my goodness. So, turning this back to where we're supposed to be talking. Because <laughs> I feel like we've had way too many ADD moments today. Um, it's like mini quarantine cast in the middle of blessings. That's yeah. true. Um, this is a happy and fun one, so why shouldn't exactly. it be? Exactly. I'm actually going to ask something that was not... Uh, it just dawned on me, Liv, when you asked that question. How are people who may be listening that are in the trenches that are in the hospitals that are in that are working overtime due to this that are really dealing with the people that are coming in with covid and doing the tests and stuff like that that may be getting that are surrounded by negativity literally all day how what is a way that they can look and change their perspective going back to last week with perspective and reality and start seeing some blessings I got it. Go for it. All you need is a giant bear suit. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm I'm very intrigued. Where are you going with this? Because here hear, hear me out, hear me out. We have no choice. It's it's difficult times, right? And you right. need you need to, you know, you need to find blessings. Well, the best way to find blessings in dark, deep, you know, um, uncertainties is to be a blessing oh so just like that sign i gave you that's in the guest room yep check out my hazmat suit guys it's barney the dinosaur exactly (laughs) one keeps you safe two you're blessing other people putting smiles on other people's faces like it Unless would you're just afraid of people dressing up as stuff like my younger brother was. That's that's just an example. You know, you can dress up, you can get fun face masks. There's like so many people who are selling and donating really fun fabric face masks right now. Like I have a friend, I was like, I kind of low-key want like, you know, a giraffe face so it looks like I'm a giraffe when I put it on my face. Like that would be so fun. <laughs> Girl, it's plague doctor chic this season. Like, exactly. Come on. So, like, you know that that's you know the serious part of my answer is you know being being a blessing actually can inflict you know reverse it and inflict blessings on yourself is you know finding small ways to assist and bless other people. What and you know whether it be just giving somebody a flower from your garden. You know, my one of my students, she's you know, Clara, she's been 
going around and giving flowers to people around her neighborhood and around, you know, people that she lives close to and like leaving them at the door. And she left me flowers at the studio one day. And that was a huge blessing on my life because it just was this massive moment of my students are still thinking of me. She needs to get her booty to my house. (laughs) We've had her stuff on Instagram and it's like, oh, so many flowers. And now it's like, she's handing them out to people. Yeah. Um, She also has... She has this um, Instagram, her Monster Meals Instagram account, and she draws these monsters. And, you know, some some deal with, you know, harder topics, but there are so many others that have really nice, fun moments. Like she makes them funny. And that's been a blessing because she'll send one to me. She she drove by my house one day, dropped it into my, my mailbox, and it was this really beautiful, like, monster meals kind of cartoon of the two of us. And it was so sweet. And it was a huge blessing on my life. And I talked to her, you know, frequently and she's been on she's been our a guest she was our guest all of april so i can say her name and i'm i'm not worried about it but it's no, just, you can't say her name clara <laughs> we say it three times in the mirror and a blood moon then she'll pop out with a monster <laughs> like every window in your house will be smashed because a rock went through it with a monster mold attached to it yeah, yeah. But yeah, just being being a blessing to other people, I think, is a really good way of finding yourself being blessed because paying it forward is really all we can do right now in the sense of maybe not p- buying something for somebody behind you, but paying it forward in blessings, you're going to start to see that your life is a little bit more blessed. But bear suits. <laughs> I would have no problem going to the doctor Because, you know, and we've talked about this, there's a chance that I may or may not have already had COVID in November because I had a severe upper respiratory infection. And, you know, I'm waiting for the, there's a big hospital in the state that we live in that is developing a, uh, a way to check antibodies to see if you've already had it. And the second that's available to local doctors, I'm going and doing it. If my doctor rolled up, with a needle to draw blood in a bear suit. <laughs> I would be completely content with that. I would love that. I would be happy. That would bless my life. Uh yeah, I definitely <laughs> think that that would be that would be a very interesting doctor visit. Absolutely. I have one to, to go to work now in a bear suit. You totally could. You really bear need to. Catch on fire though. That's true. Cuz We've been grinding some steel and the sparks from my coworker have been hitting me, and that would catch that bear suit on fire. Okay, so we just, you know, find one that's not, that's flame retardant. It's fine. Exactly. See, I was going to take that question in a different direction. Go ahead, John. Do it. <laughs> you need to have, sometimes you need to focus not on what's happening to you, but how you're viewing what you're doing. Ooh. For instance, one. If you're one of the testers, you need to view it not as you're around a bunch of people with negativity. You need to view it as you're doing something to help the community get through this. That's good. Mm -hmm. If you're somebody suffering in a hospital, the fact that you're in a hospital means you're better than some people in the world. That you actually are being taken care of, at least to some extent. If you're a doctor 
or a nurse working double or triple overtime. Again, it's back to the, you're helping the community, and on top of that, you're getting some. You should be getting some decent pay. I mean, don't make it about the money, but it helps. I mean, yeah. yeah. But I mean, if you want to focus on the negativity, you're going to see nothing but negativity. If you try to focus on the little positives, you will start seeing there's more positives than negative. Amen to that. <laughs> Caroline, do you have anything else to add? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, if you are in the hospitals, you are a soldier. You are fighting a battle Amen. that can be won, and you are going to win. Amen. And it really helps put in perspective if you have to deal with a patient that is just driving you insane. You got to think of it as this is for uh, the whole world. I am treating this person because this person could infect somebody else. And, you know, it just it spreads everywhere. So I am fighting one battle at a time. And every battle that I win is another battle won towards the ultimate goal of finally beating this thing. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes you just got to when I say completely change your perspective, it's like not using your imagination if you want to put it that way, but you know, being able to say, Hey, I'm a soldier. This is what I'm doing. And just treating every case like that. So that way it, it makes it less personal. It, uh, I would say it's not as easy to, you know, get offended because I mean, sickness can bring out the best and the worst in people. Yeah. And people in hospitals are going to see a lot of the worst. So as long as you're able to go, maybe this person isn't like this, you know, normally. I don't know. All I know is that they're sick. They're here. I'm going to treat them. And by treating this person, I am helping the rest of the world. And putting it in perspective like that. Yeah, I agree. Before I answer you, Liv, I want to say something really fast and kind of yeah, piggy go for it. piggybacking off of what Caroline said. On behalf of Call to the Table, to our first responders, our nurses, our doctors, um, the National Guard that has stepped up, the staff that are taking care of um, uh, the elderly at homes and stuff like that, we just want to mm-hmm. say thank you for standing up and for being the heroes that you are. And for trying to make the best out of this very scary situation, especially for people that have been diagnosed with COVID, I just, I want to say on behalf of Call to the Table, thank you, thank you, thank you. We really do appreciate you, and I wish that there was more that we could do, but obviously we're limited in what we can, but thank you so much for being heroes during this time. Let's say on top of that, for the farmers and the grocery stores, the truck drivers that carry food and toilet paper and <laughs> <laughs> that's more than two ply the delivery <laughs> people i mean just but, in all the grocery stores the delivery people you know yes. those guys are going out to houses and they don't know yes. what they're gonna find you know if the person's you know if they have an open door that makes it even scarier you know are for for them because yeah. we we get stuff delivered and mom always says just put it on the front porch and we'll yeah. get it after you're gone you know, reducing contact. And the teachers that have had to step up and do digital learning, because this is the area that I work. I'm, Oh yeah. I am an aide, so I'm not an actual teacher, but oh my goodness, y'all are incredible. Mm -hmm. And to the parents that have had to step up and become teachers, 
y'all are incredible. So just in general, just anybody that, that has stepped up and, and had to help take care of the situation, y'all rock. And thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right, Liv, go ahead. Well, I was, I was actually going to say that. So it's, <laughs> um, I do want to, I will, I will add, um, because I know a lot of, you know, uh, not all restaurants have this mindset, but a lot of restaurants have this particular mindset. And the company that my fiance works for, that's the reason they're still open. Um, The restaurants that are keeping their doors open and doing curbside, doing drive-through, doing, you know, free delivery and and waiving those delivery fees. uh, You know, that's a huge, huge thank you to them because grocery stores are constantly losing items off the shelf and families are like, I don't, I can't, I can't, I can't cook because mm-hmm. all of the items that I need are off the shelf. And now how am I supposed to feed my family? Those fast food restaurants, those um, main chain restaurants, the fact that they're still open, they're open because they want to be able to provide food for families who may not have been able to get to the grocery store in time because they've been teaching their kids, because they're essential workers themselves and had to work during peak hours when the delivery truck had just come in and they just restocked and now it's empty again. So big shout out and huge thank you to you guys who are working in, in fast food main chain restaurants that are staying open for the sole fact of you want to make sure you feed families. Yeah, amen. As somebody that does work in a fast food restaurant, being able to pull same dollar hours with just a drive through and curbside pickup is quite a feat business-wise we've actually kind of been roughly the same with reduced hours so yeah it's been it's been fun (laughs) yeah and you know my my fiance works in the same kind of general area that that john you work in um as far as company goes and he was telling me that you know he's they're they're very very surprised at how consistent it's been because they were really, they were really worried about dropping in sales. Yeah. yeah like a 40, 50% loss. Yeah. That's, that was the number he was telling me. And, and, we were, and I think we're looking at like maybe like 20. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been, it's been incredible. Yeah. I don't know the exact numbers. Uh, he, you know, I, I didn't ask those specifics, but he, he has told me that it, it's a huge, huge blessing to see, not only, you know, and this goes back to, to my statement, you know, this company is trying to stay open because they want to bless other people to have food for other people if they weren't able to get food through the grocery stores, or they just want to change it up and get out and go through the drive through um, And seeing that blessing still return on the flip side of it and people still matching, you know, those numbers and keeping those numbers up. Obviously there's going to be a drop. Obviously, you know, keeping your dining room closed affects a lot of it. But seeing the numbers the the way that they're seeing, he was like, it's it's a it's a blessing to Yeah. It's an outpouring blessing, so it's also an inpouring blessing. And again, that goes back to what I said, like being a blessing creates blessings. Yeah, absolutely. So, that's actually a good segue. Um, what are some blessings that we have all experienced? This is kind of a time where we can kind of sit there and, and talk about what we have experienced and also live. I don't know if we have anybody on uh, Instagram who I know you posted out on Instagram about 
people sharing their blessings. So if we have any blessings there that from our, our listeners that they have also shared. I'm checking. Okay. Sorry, I had to keep myself from burping. We do! We have somebody! Cool! I posted the, you know, the question of, like, what are some blessings that, you know, our listeners have been experiencing through this time of COVID, and our faithful, faithful, easy.238, Ella, who has joined us on so many live streams, and, you know, huge shout out to her, because she is, she is an avid listener, and she is really awesome at, uh, Oh yes, and we got, we had a really fun time to just like get to know her a little bit better yeah. a couple weeks ago. She responded with seeing how God is using gifts and talents to heal her heart oh, um, in different ways. So uh, that's a blessing that she's experienced, which is really huge. You know, that's that's really awesome. Seeing the amount of people have come to me and said like, yeah, in this time, like God's healed me from this. God's put this in my life. God's moved me out of this sin or you know, just hundreds of different things that are going on. Like that's, that's amazing. So that's really awesome. Ella, I'm really excited to hear more about how God is utilizing gifts and, and talents to heal your heart. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Liv, for you personally? Well, for me personally, as we all know, I'm getting married in September. Mm-hmm. And that is officially since we're in May four months away. Yeah, that's that's been something nice too with me is I've been able to just sit down and spend hours planning your bachelorette party. It's been great. <laughs> so excited for this. It's not even funny. Like I, I cannot made, wait. I made my first big purchase for the bachelorette party last night. I was so excited. <gasps> You're going to have to Liv, tell me what it is later, Jordan. Say this right now. I've talked her out of some things for you. <laughs> I <appreciate> it. <laughs> I'm going to, ha- Jordan, I'm going to have to give you Melinda's number. She already has some things that she wants to bring. Uh, I'll right. have to do that. That are bachelorette related. Anyway, <laughs> but with, with that, like I've already, you know, I've already moved twice. I went to college, lived in, you know, lived in the university for three years, came home, spent a year at home, but worked opposite schedules with my family. And then I moved for four years. And I was in a completely different state for four years, and now I'm back, and I still work opposite schedule with my family. So there are days, let me rephrase this, there are weeks where I actually go without seeing my mom, my dad, my brothers. I will go without seeing my brother and my sister-in-law. You know, there, there are so many things that because I work an evening job, I don't get the opportunity to have dinner with my family, to have, you know opportunities to sit with my fiance and hang out during the week. And because everything has slowed down, I got to spend weeks with my family and have dinners with my family that I would not have had if COVID-19 did not happen. Yeah. Before I got married, you know, cause when I get married, I'm going to be living with, with, with my fiance, obviously. Um, <laughs> I'll be my husband at that point, you know, um, and we're going to live in two separate houses. You're never, <laughs> we are two beds side by side just like in the old movies oh yeah no. no 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 um <laughs> no 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 i like cuddling too much so <laughs> let's be real but yeah like i would not have had you know the opportunity because I would still be working. It would be recital season right now. So I'd be super stressed out about recitals and getting that together and spending weekends at the theater. 
And then on top, then after that, I'd have summer intensives and summer, you know, summer classes. Then I'm going to Ohio. I have bachelorette parties. I think, you know, there's talk of um, a bridal shower going to happen um, that my mom wants to put together with like family and obviously like you guys and, and friends and stuff. But there's so many things and the world was is moving so fast. I would have missed out on moments to spend with my family and have those moments with them before I, I move. And, you know, he's 22 minutes down the road. But I still wouldn't be seeing them and having these dinners every week. I wouldn't have that opportunity because my life would get busy again. So yeah. the big, big blessing that I've experienced is is really getting to have that quality family time and quality time with my fiancé before, you know, life starts up again. And, and honestly, before life changes massively in four months because – I've never been married before, but I hear things change. <laughs> yes. Things, yes. Yes, things they do. change. And I will say what's helped with me and Jordan is once a week we do try to actually go and spend a dinner and some time with our families, you know, on separate days for one for her family, one for my family. And I think that's helped us a lot with especially keeping connected with our families. Absolutely. And- it also helps that our families are like, five minutes away from us. Yeah. And I think that's, what's going to be really a positive thing. Cause you know, we've, t- we've talked about, you know, the changes that'll come and, you know, the, op- you know, the opportunities to go and visit when we want to, um, my parents, you know, will live 22 minutes. His parents live uh, about an hour and a half North of us. So seeing them is a little bit more difficult at times. Right. Um, but we, the both of us have talked like, you know, Family is extremely important to both of us. That's one of the things that attracted me to him was how important family is and how important, you know, community is to him. So I know that we'll, we'll, we'll find compromise and find that, that flow once things happen and, you know, we're married, but it, it has been really nice to, to be able to sit and play video games with my brothers and things that I would be at work. And then I'd come home and want to, you know, start getting ready for bed because work is, is hard. You know, teaching, teaching dance is hard. Yaha. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so teaching it's, dance it's to five-year-olds. It's like, yeah, just teaching five-year-olds how to read. That's one thing. Teaching five-year-olds and they're moving. Oh, my word. Yeah, that's why I don't do that. <laughs> I don't, uh-uh. No, I don't teach children under eight. guys, Caroline here with a huge shout out to all first responders all over the world. Whether you're in a hospital or urgent care center or running deliveries for stores and restaurants, Call to the Table salutes your bravery and heroism in this crazy time of need. For those of us in different situations, let's continue to do our part by social distancing and sanitizing so we can beat this thing into the ground as one united force. That's all I've got for today. Bye guys! Eating the cutoff point for my love. <laughs> oh, I love children. I love playing with any child under eight. I I love little ones. Like my my friend's son, I love him to death. He's one. I love him to death. Would not teach 
two, three, four, five, six, seven-year-olds how to dance. Love child would not teach. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so what about you, John? What are some blessings that you have found in all of this? He's sitting and thinking. Because my work hours... Think faster. As I was saying, <laughs> because the work hours at my main job have been reduced to no overtime, I have been getting a half a day and a full day off during the week. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's, you know, the fact that I'm actually having two days a week again where I'm not working and I can get errands and chores done has been really helpful for me actually being able to do said errands and chores. Because by the time Sunday rolls around most weeks on a normal week, I really don't feel like going out and mowing the yard or helping out clean up the house or going out and doing things I like, like trying to build stuff or, you know, things like that. I really just want to sit down and be lazy. And the fact that I have two days, I'm getting exponentially more done. Yeah. Exponentially. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sorry. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's helped out with that, which has also helped out with mine and Jordan's relationship because I'm actually getting stuff done around the house. It's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've been focused a little bit more on actually spending time together. We've been going for walks with each other every day. It's It's been nice. Yep, I agree. <laughs> um, I think for me, the blessings that I found is kind of is kind of like what I've said. I've been able to take my day and and obviously get stuff done for work, but getting to be able to to talk with Liv more and to go on walks with John and just to be home and not feel like I'm so rushed during the day because a normal day for me is you know getting up at like. 6.30 or 6, depending on how lazy I am. Um, but getting up and then, you know, getting ready for work, dropping happy off with my mom, getting to work, and then I'm at work until close to 4. And then depending on the day, I'm either going and taking my grandmother somewhere or I'm coming home and having to get dinner ready because then John is going to come home. And so it's just – it's been able – I've been able to kind of just – what Liv kind of talked about last week, which is just being still and taking my time to do stuff. We've been incredibly blessed with the fact that John has still been able to work and I've been able to work from home. And so being able to just enjoy my time and then take my time on stuff because I don't do well when I feel like I'm being rushed exponentially. I do well under pressure. I just don't do well when I feel like I, I have, five billion things to do and I'm being rushed. So yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's a big thing is, is being able to just take time and, and do little things. I think that's the biggest blessing that I have had during this. What about you, Caroline? Well, I kind of feel like I'm the odd one out here in that, uh, my life has always been kind of I mean, my family is small, so the family that I don't get to see usually, I, I have actually gotten to see them a little bit more, 
uh, because they want me to uh, tutor my youngest cousin, which is very nice. She very is nice. five. She is a handful. You know, so that's gotten me away from the house, which is nice. And uh, my next door neighbor, who I have known ever since I was a fetus, uh, has me uh, tutoring one of her uh, grandchildren as well. Um, but not a whole lot has changed, which is why I said I'm kind of like the odd one out. Um, I have been able over the years to have a very good relationship with my mother because yes, we're still living together, but it's just the two of us and we've gone on a lot of vacations together and done a lot of stuff. And, um, I mean that, that kind of hasn't changed. I wouldn't say we've gotten even closer. It's just, this is sort of, this is almost like an early summer for me, Yeah, you know, except for the, the work, I guess. Cause usually for the past few years, I've been tutoring at a tutoring company, which I would sort of have on and off on a day. If a student canceled, you know, I wouldn't have that. And now it's just, it's kind of like I have a smaller amount of Huntington, but it's still summer for me. Yeah. So it hasn't been a huge shift for me, but I, I will say there are others like me out there. I've seen a lot of them on Instagram and Uh, I think for us, it's a matter of sort of evaluating, well, this time it's not quite summer, but it's even more different. I don't want to say special, but, you know, we can't go out and do stuff on vacation. We're not going to restaurants. Those of us who are used to being introverts who stay in the house, mostly doing our own thing, we aren't able to go out and get that sort of to give our energy to other people. So that way, when we come home, it's like, ah, I am ready to recharge with my own thing. It's a new balance that we're finding. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's uh, this has given me the courage to start on some personal projects. Um, I have, uh, when you guys, uh, our listeners, see on Instagram our quarantine stories, you will see in mine that I am working on a painting. Uh, well, two, actually. There's one that I have been working on all during the school year as part of my job for the library. These, uh, I think it was a senior AP design class uh, at the school where I work. Uh, the librarian, who is basically my school BFF, uh, gave them six gigantic canvases. They're like four by three feet, I want to say. Anyway, and she said, paint me some book covers because the top of our shelves there's too much space up there. I need to put something up there. And I got three out of those six done. And so I finished uh, the fourth one, which was very simple because it was very graphic design-ish. And the one that I'm currently working on is a gigantic, realistic uh, version of Smog from The Hobbit. And that's going to take me for freaking ever. <laughs> but that's a little different from my fun painting, which is very, very teeny because I got raw. Okay small plug for Ross if you guys are artists you can find like a gigantic amount of canvases for ridiculously cheap there okay plug for Russ done uh I uh just because I know we're going to end up talking about video games uh, because Liv has her Animal Crossing and she will tell us all about it (laughs) but I love emulators online because I don't have to have a Game Boy or a Game Boy Color or Game Boy Advance or whatever and I can still play the games. And so I have played Pokemon Sapphire for the first time 
and I'm halfway through Pokemon Crystal right now. I'm stuck at the Elite Four and it's absolutely driving me insane. But anyway, I said, why don't I do some paintings of my winning team and me? I think that'll be really, really fun. And it'll be like, hey, a quarantine memory, because I see a lot of people on Instagram doing like quarantine cross-stitching, which yeah. I think is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> so that's kind of been my thing. I feel like I kind of went all over there with that, but yeah. Your, your thing is you're getting to do, like your little mini blessing is you're getting to play different games and work on projects and stuff like that. I mean, the thing is, I would normally do those sorts of things just after school and in much smaller quantities. And yeah. I will say after school, since as an introvert, I give my energy to other people. Sometimes it's like, well, I've done my thing for today. Okay, time to die for the rest of the day. Well, <laughs> that's not necessarily what I have to do anymore. Right. So it, still, though, it's finding the balance between, oh, I had a night. I will not say whether it was good or bad. I had a night's sleep. I exist. Therefore, I don't know what to do with myself for today. So it's honing that energy, honing that desire and actually doing something with it. And the hardest part is starting. That is something I'm going to say for all of our listeners. You want to do something, the hardest part is starting it. Once you actually are doing it, it is so much easier to just keep going. Yeah. So just start it. And yeah. Well, there we go. So Liv, I think you had a um, thing that you wanted to talk about. So... Do you want to go ahead and swing into that? Yeah, sure. So I just, you know, Caroline transitioned really well into this. You know, we talk we talk about blessings, and it's very much like, uh, you know, obviously we're we're a faith based podcast, and that is where our focus is. But you know, there are some things that we've been able to do that are our blessings, and some things that we, you know, that warm our heart that maybe aren't. I'm not saying that are sinful. Obviously, that's not what I'm saying, but that are less God focused. Yeah. You know, God, God gets, tells us to delight in things that are obviously not sinful, but what are, you know, what are some things that we've been able to do that maybe are not so focused on, you know, our relationship with God that we're able to delight in, you know, is it, is it reading your favorite books? Is it, you know, cause we, we've talked about, like, I've talked about family time. That is a huge blessing for me. And it's even been bigger for my walk with the Lord and like pursuing, you know, that mindset moving forward of, okay, I'm going to be able to have that family time. I'm going to have less hours uh, next year because my fiance and I decided like, I'm not going to have to work so many hours so we can spend more time together. But what I'm getting at is like, there are things like video games, reading books, watching movies, you know, playing sports with social distancing, maybe by yourself, painting, The whole drawing. team is on FaceTime. Yeah. Who knows? And um, when you pass the ball, the ball just hits the camera. Of course. That's how it has to happen. I'm sorry. Just funny image. Of course. Or like binge watching TV. Like these are things that on a typical, you know, in a typical life would be seen as quote unquote unhealthy to do. But now we're being encouraged by society to stay indoors, you know, continuing to be active, but stay indoors and Netflix 
has all these new shows out. They have all these movies. Companies, these big movie companies, instead of releasing their their movies on in in theaters, they've mm-hmm. put them on demand so you can watch these movies that you were so excited to see, but instead of postponing them. So I guess transitioning from like obviously like a very faith-based type thing, what are some little things that we've been able to delight in that maybe are not like journaling or prayer or, you know, the obvious like big blessings that we've been able to experience reconnecting our faith with the Lord. I think I'm going to jump in for kind of me and John. I think a big one for us is, you know, Saturday nights now we are having movie night and it's something that we didn't do before because he was typically working on Fridays and then he works Saturdays and So by the time he would get home Saturday afternoon, he was just tired. And again, kind of going off of what he said, the fact that he now has two days off and one of them being on a Friday, he's able to kind of relax and kind of do stuff around here on Friday so that Saturday evening, he's not so wound up and so stressed. So we've been going through movies that we have maybe seen before and, but not in a while. Like right now we're going through the Lord of the Rings series and- Yeah, and we, that's... we didn't have The Hobbit, so we started from Fellowship. Yeah. Um, no, 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 that's fine. I find The Hobbit <laughs> series inferior anyway, so. So we've been going through the Lord of the Rings series. We went through and watched um, Murder on the Orient Express, which is a great movie. The uh, which version? The newer one. Aww. With, um, with uh, Brenna, uh, yeah. And... I... I saw the Suchet one recently. Oh, and, the Suchet version um, I, is better, but I like Brenna's. I mean, I yeah, no, I get that. It's just, yeah. it's like, once I've seen Suchet, it's like... I know. There's no one else. We I know. Anyway, saw the newer... Quaro geeking out over next. <laughs> yeah, we saw the newer... Um, Jumanji. Jumanji that came out, which was hilarious. We, Not the sequel to it, but just the... Just the newer one. We saw... Um, Spies in Disguise, which was funny. So, like, there's different movies. We're getting Frozen 2. Frozen 2. We got to go, we're going through and just picking movies and just having that time to just sit and veg and together. And we've turned it into, like, a whole thing. So, like, we'll have either junk food night where we make just a bunch of junk food or we'll do, like, Mexican night where we make Mexican food. Or But it's become a thing where we make everything and the whole evening is surrounded by what movie we're doing and, and that whole thing. So that's been really cool. And that's a time where it's not like the world stops, but we typically are not on our phones. We are focused on the movie and talking and pausing the movie if we're confused by something. And it's just, it's been nice to reconnect. And then I said this with the other one, but getting to see our goddaughter more, um, John hasn't cause I usually have her during the day while he's at work, but that's been awesome for me cause I'm getting to see her learn and help her learn and grow. And she's, you know, about to be one and a half and I'm loving being able to take her and down to, we have a school that's right across the street from us. And so I'm taking her over to the playground since nobody's over there. Aww. Yeah. And so getting to see her, I got to send you pictures, Yeah, but getting to see her play and, again, grow. And, and I had this whole realization one of the days that we had gone down to the playground, we were walking back and I was like, holy cow, like I'm helping raising a person. This is weird. Cause I'm so, <laughs> used to, well, because I am, I work in a school system and so I'm used to kids coming in and then they leave. And while I'm an influence on them, I'm not directly responsible for helping raise them. No, I, I get that. I, just, I, I really like that wording. I'm raising a person. I'm you know. raising that makes a me happy. Person. Um, or I'm helping raise a person. 
And then obviously getting to see her mom more when she comes and drops her off and picks her up. And so it's just been able to, it's just being able to reconnect with people and, and, but at the same, and reconnecting with John, but getting to see people or talk to people that I may not get to see or talk to on a regular basis. So that's been one for me. Liv, what about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been really cool to watch some of these movies that are being released. Um, obviously, there's some disappointment with Wonder Woman 1984 uh, being postponed, um, Mulan being postponed, yeah. you know, uh, Black Widow being postponed. And for our listeners, if you didn't already know, I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> really? So, yeah. Wow, we couldn't tell. So most of these superhero movies that are that are coming out have been postponed because either Disney is like, no, we really need to wait, or DC is like, no, we really need to wait because they are movies that need they need the big screen first. People people want to see it all encompassed, yeah. you know. So I understand that. But my fiance and I have had a really good time watching. We watched Frozen 2. Uh Loved it more than the first one. Amen. Hated the first one. Thought the first one was awful. Mm-hmm. Um, my fiance loves the first one. And so I, I told him, okay, we will watch the second one. I liked the second one. Did not like the Michael Bolton scene with Kristoff. Thought that was <laughs> annoying. Thank you. I agree. It was so bad. But Olaf was a savage. Loved that. Um, <laughs> we We watched. And some of these movies obviously are, you know older older audience should watch but if you are more comfortable with some of the thrillers or suspenseful movies the invisible man was fantastic we we sat down and we watched the invisible man it was a really good thinker really had us going the whole time um is rated you know for older uh, older audiences but um really touches on and kind of shows you the psychological psychological process of what what abuse looks like for an individual and not you know not shining shining light on it but kind of giving you that realization of like wow this is what people go through and it it gave me the thought of how can i further my job in helping those individuals so it was a really good movie really enjoyed it we've binge watched uh multiple multiple shows at this point but I'm going to spend most of my time talking about one particular aspect. That being Clone Wars. <laughs> I need to talk about this really quick because... <sighs> this, this isn't your... Sh- <laughs> oh boy, this is going to be a long one, guys. Hang on. Oh, The newest <laughs> season of Clone Wars has got me so excited for May the 4th. And when this this podcast comes out, we will already have had May the 4th. Really disappointed that, you know, certain things that usually happen around May the 4th, that being celebration and um but yeah, so so this new season of Clone Wars Disney has produced and put out. My fiance got me hooked on Clone Wars right before uh, COVID kind of hit and then I was able to actually really binge watch each season um on Disney Plus, and it's been really great. But this whole newness that comes with this season, and I'm not going to spoil it, but I think everybody knows who's who's in that Clone Wars kind of mindset right now. 
the last arc, this this last little bit in the last season is the Siege of Mandalore. And the fact that it parallels with Revenge of the Sith, I am <laughs> dead. <laughs> because by the time this this one's out, the Siege of Mandalore will have come to a conclusion and season seven will have been finalized and we will be done and Clone Wars will have its grand ending that we've all been anticipating. So I, and I don't know what happens in today's episode because I haven't watched today's episode and May the 4th is the series finale. So I'm I'm not hundred percent sure how it ends, but it's been so much fun to kind of watch this with my fiance at the same time, because he he watched them all before me. And now we're watching, we're going through this journey together. And it's really fun to nerd out about it. And again, if you haven't watched any Clone Wars, but you're a Star Wars fan, go just watch this arc, the Siege of Mandalore arc. It is the last four of season seven. It correlates 100% to Revenge of the Sith. I am nerding out (laughs) so much with it because there are moments, like the very beginning of the first episode, one of the characters comes back and you see Obi-Wan and Anakin looking at her and talking with her and they get a call from the Jedi Council and they look at her and they're like, we can't help you, we're sorry, we have to go save the Chancellor, which is the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. (laughs) We have to go save the Chancellor. (laughs) It, yeah, and then there's. Sorry, the second... I know it's just like, hey, I know who that jerkwad is. Haha. Yeah, exactly. Well, and at that, you know, at that point, they don't know, but we obviously know, and it's like, oh my don't goodness, save him, just let him, just yeah, right. Like, what if, what if they had just not made that decision? You know what I mean? He would have just electrocuted himself to death. <laughs> exactly. And then. In the second episode that we we had we received last Friday, there was this moment, and we've all seen Revenge of the Sith, right? Everyone has seen Revenge of the Sith, episode yes. three. I have I have a new appreciation for it because of Clone Wars. So if you're if you're a pre-trilogy hater like myself, watch Clone Wars, changes your perspective. Phantom Menace stills awful. Hate Phantom Menace, but Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith have a whole new appreciation because of Clone Wars. But there's a scene in in Attack of the Cl- or in uh, Clone Wars <clears throat> that the glass shatters around our our not Jedi Jedi Knight and our Sith. They're about to battle, and the glass shatters. And theory is that is the exact moment that Mace Windu is shot or is pulled out of the window and thrown to his death. That makes sense. Like, oh my goodness. And order uh order 66 is either coming in today's episode or Monday's episode and it's we're going to get to see how this happens from different perspectives and I'm literally dying of excitement. Yeah, Mace, um, Mace Windu was the best. I know why they had to kill him off, but still it's like, dude, come on. Yeah, I know. It's sad. But, like, I wouldn't have these opportunities to not only watch all of this at my leisure um, with my fiancé and have that excitement kind of building into it, but him and I have been able to attach ourselves into a different community with the Star Wars community, and we've been 
guesting on different podcasts and showing up in different live live streams on YouTube that have talked about it and kind of had this dialogue with fellow nerds. <laughs> I'm, I'm a nerd. And then there's Animal Crossing, of course. Almost 200 hours in Animal Crossing right now. No shame um, no, no, at all. Uh, see, it was over 100-something last time you were there. It's like, ooh, she wrecked them up. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm racking up those hours. Oh, it's well. great. So, Caroline, I know you kind of talked about it a little bit, but is there anything else that you want to nerd out about? Because that's basically what it is. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, hold on, hold on. Before Liv and I just totally steal the spotlight. I mean, I, don't I you and John want to nerd out some more? Getting or? to watch stuff and be with Rowan and stuff like that. I don't know about John. John, so we're recording virtually, obviously, because we're trying to keep the social distancing and stuff. So John keeps hopping up, so he's walking around the room right now. I mean, <laughs> I just imagine him walking around the room no. like a sim. It's like, all right, tell no, him to get he, back I mean, over he's the, in the room. He's just he's having to stretch his legs because sitting too. I long mean, yeah, long. like I got up and I was stretching my back out a little bit, walked around. But I mean, yeah. I've kind of said my piece of what's all really changed for me. Well, no, is there any? Yeah, but no, nerd out. Nerd out. (gasps) Tell them about the BitLife game that you're playing now. Oh, (laughs) gosh. Oh, my gosh. I had to delete that because I was investing too much time in BitLife. Does it not have, like, the funniest, like, little things in there if you're paying attention? Oh, my gosh. I would stay up to, like, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning creating new people. And now they have the addition where, like you die and you can go and go yeah. back into the game as one of your children and then they die and then you go back in as one of their children but if you don't buy the game like me you only get to go to your child so you only do two generations and it cuts you off but you gotta you gotta explain what bit life is so olivia i think olivia is going to do a better job at explaining it because right. of how much she's put onto it apparently <laughs> Liv- Liv, I had to delete it. Okay, so BitLife is this like virtual. It's it, it reminds me of like Sims, but you start off being born, and you basically just hit the button like add a year, add a year, add a year, and you kind of go through the life of this particular character. You don't play anything. You just kind of read dialogue that's going on. Um, you go through, you know. Your first year, you obviously can't do a whole lot. Second year, same. Then you go to elementary school and you start you start to be given these prompts of, you know, oh, there's a bully. How do you handle it? And you you have these responses to a bully that, you know, you can you can choose hit them back. You can choose tell your parents. You can choose tell a teacher, tell your sibling. Um, just and ignore it. Like there's all these options. And, you know, your school, um, you push buttons harder, skip school. Exactly. Go to the doctor, go for walks, stuff like that. Exactly. And you continue through like middle school and high school and you take your driver's test. You can get a part-time job. And throughout all of this, your attractiveness, your your happiness, your health. smarts, and there's one more, your health are all gauged, um, you know, green being good, yellow being moderate, and red being Horrible. And they also have percentages um, on them. And 
Exactly. And then you can continue on into college. If your smarts are high enough, you can get student loans. If you can't, you know, if you just can't get a scholarship or, or your parents won't pay because there are options. Or free in some countries. Exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, you can go further and get your master's, your PhD. Like you have these, you can just go straight into your job. You can go rob a bank if you want to. You can, you know, have a drive-by shooting if you want to. You can steal a car if you want to. You can get married. You can do online dating. You can meet somebody through like just random. You don't have to get married. You can change your your life all completely you can get pets it's crazy you can you could spend it's crazy a good hour on one year if you start trying to do everything and if you were to try to go and luckily they have some special features where you're like able to spend time with all your friends by pushing only one button and watching a commercial unless you own the game then you don't get the commercial i know wow Uh, i could do that and it saves a crap ton of time because if you get to the point, I try to make friends with everybody I work with. That way you don't have workplace problems. And that would be... I prefer to play with workplace problems. I don't. <laughs> I got fired from one job like literally the year before I could retire because of workplace problems. One time. See, I, I play BitLife in the way of how would I not actually <laughs> I behave? I a little bit of that. Because, like, I wouldn't actually rob a bank. But I'm like, my BitLife person could rob a bank. Let's rob a bank. I wouldn't rob a bank in reality. But this is giving me the option to See, rob I a bank. A, this this is it. where Jordan kind of kicked in with me on this, where she I started talking to her a little bit more about it. I turned down a supervisor from trying to sleep with me on there. They came after me with a rocket launcher and killed me. Yep. That is the best reaction to a rejection. I mean, look, there's, there, there, there's just the difference. I don't know. You were stabbed. You were shot with a gun. You were killed with a rocket launcher. I mean, there's a little. Yeah, 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 nothing realistic. Just straight up, let's go for absolutely There's unbelievable. A headline I love and one it. of them is like Jamaica was accusing the United States from hoarding weapons of mass destruction, and Jamaica was about to go to war with America, and it was going to cause World War Three. And it's like, why is Jamaica caring about this at all? It's great. I just, yeah, that's been fun t- to hear him talk about that. So that's been the thing that, I mean, there's a couple of things that he's been able to, there's been video games that he's been able to play a little bit more, but. Back on the N64. Back on the N64. But the BitLife one is the one that, like, if he's on his phone for a long period of time, I'm like, what are you doing? And he'll just look at me with this real sheepish smile, and it's like, BitLife. <laughs> so, yeah, I know more about his BitLife life than his life. <laughs> That is so not fair. <laughs> so. That sounds like when I used to roleplay on yeah. MySpace. Um, I, my thing is for, and it's not, I haven't really nerded out on anything. I've just been on my phone a lot more. Me and Facebook have gotten real close. Again. Again. So I, I haven't done anything like that. Caroline, do you want to say anything? Uh, yeah. Um, trying to think about like what else. I mean, I've read some books. 
I brought some library books home uh, when the uh, shutdown first happened, and uh, I've basically, I, I want to say I've read through most of them. Some of them I got kind of halfway through, because it's like, I don't know if I'm really jiving with this particular book, but uh, did that. Uh, like I said, played the emulators, which is fun. Uh, been tutoring, like I said. Uh, gotta think about, oh, how could I forget the singing lessons? Um, I have wanted singing lessons for years, and I will say it's, um, the lady that I'm working with, it's a lot different from what I expected it to be, because my mind... I'm trying to get, I really want to get away from this. I don't want to be a perfectionist anymore because it stinks and it keeps me from enjoying things in life and from doing things in perhaps messy ways that would actually be better. And uh, the thing is though, she she has been a paradigm shift for me because she's not very much, okay, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this. It's, okay, I recommend that we do this for your voice. Oh, you sounded like that? That sounded wonderful. And here I am going, but I thought I sounded terrible. No, you sounded wonderful. And yesterday she hit me upside the head with an incredible revelation, which sounds really dumb. But at the same time, once you really think about it, it, it's just like, wow, I can't believe I never really thought about it like this way before. Singing should be easy. If it's not easy and it's not fun, then you probably don't sound good. And if it's easy, then you will enjoy it, which will help everybody else to enjoy it as well because they'll see how much you're enjoying it. And you don't want to hurt your voice. You right. don't want to hurt your body. And it's just like... she, Because what I love about her so much is that she said, look, I'm a perfectionist like you too. I used to think that I had to sing like this or I had to sing like that. And then she's like, well, I met certain teachers and it's like, wow, I've been trying too hard. I have been keeping myself from my full potential because I just need to be free to be my own voice. And that is truly whatever is easiest for me. Now, I mean, I want to build up muscle in my, um, you know, abdomen. I want my diaphragm to become... Uh, sturdier. I want my jaw to become looser as well as my... Okay, here's a creepy thing I learned and everybody else try it just because it's really cool and creepy. Um, you can... If your a voice box is like tight, because I never really thought about my vocal cords being tight, you can put uh, like your thumb and forefinger just like gently around your throat and then just sort of massage it like back and forth. And if you feel something clicking, that's your oh, voice gosh. box. <laughs> and that's a sign. And that's a sign that it's kind of um, it's kind of tight. So I told her, "How long until it oh, stops that's clicking?" Not okay. <laughs> and she said, <laughs> "We're making our voice boxes click, and it's really with our fingers." I'm not participating. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I know, I know. And she told me, she warned me beforehand. She's like, I know this is going to be kind of weird, but.
hard pass. <laughs> oh, and I've been catching up on animes that I want to watch, so, you know, that's that's also nice. But, no. yeah, that, okay, no. that, that was, that was worth the whole story. Oh, my word. She said she used to have a student, a high school student, who, when she was bored in class, she would do her facial, like, loosening exercises, which included that, and she's like, honey, they're gonna think you're weird, and her student said, they already think I'm weird, just let them, you know, watch me sticking my tongue out, trying to touch my chin, and you know, massaging my face till my eyes roll back into my head and me clicking oh, my so vocal cords. with wide hand raised. <laughs> uh, because she wants it to stop. <laughs> no. I was going to ask, um, once everyone has finished, how can we implement these healthy and even maybe some, you know, the binging not being as healthy like I binge watched Tiger King, how can we implement that into normal life when we get back to normal life? You want to go ahead? Very good question. Yeah, go. Do you want me to go? Yeah. Um, Scheduling things out better for me personally, not working six to seven days a week and making time not just for my family, not just for my fiance, but really taking taking into account myself and scheduling out me time because I'm not, as we all know, the best at doing me time and me therapy uh, and just giving myself that, that freedom and that permission to have scheduled out Animal Crossing time or movies that I want to watch time or reading time or art time that is not 12 o'clock right. at night. <laughs> yeah that's my repeat answer. the question real fast sorry happy started barking no you're good just how how can we take some of these slow down like loves and and new discoveries and new habits that we're creating with family friends the healthy you know the healthier ones um again binge watching tiger king <laughs> is not the healthiest thing in the entire universe would advise against it still did it how can we take these that we don't usually get to do, like movie nights or, you know, geeking out and, and connecting with Star Wars communities or taking self-care time? How can we take that from COVID, you know, we have so much time to, when we get back to our normal lives, putting that into practice normally? I think, like, for me and John, with the movie nights and stuff like that, maybe not maybe not doing it every time, because obviously as we go back into normal routine, he's going to go back to having to work full-time, and I know that he's going to want those days well, where... I'm still at full-time. Well, you're still at full-time. <laughs> you just won't be at overtime. Um, but being able to, like, sit there and go, okay, instead of doing it every every week like we've been doing, maybe we do it every other week, and that gives him a break to you know, do what he wants and play what games he wants. But, um, I think, yeah, I think it's just kind of figuring out the pace and figuring out, okay, um, I have, I have this time to this time free. I'm gonna, instead of just crashing, I'm going to choose to, you know, do, do this that I like doing more. I'm going to take time to read. Sorry. We have a dog. Um, 
So, yeah, that would be my answer. Do you want to add anything, John? Nah. All right, go ahead, Caroline. Uh, that was essentially my answer, too, is uh, schedule the time that you want to do something. And it doesn't have to be a long time, as long as uh, perhaps you, you know, you, you at least get a little of it in. Because uh, we're in a society where we're used to sort of being able to do what we want for hours and hours on end, <laughs> particularly once you hit adult life and suddenly there is no parent there to tell you, no, put the Game Boy down. You have to go to bed. <laughs> you know, you're an adult who goes, I don't have to hide under the covers with a flashlight. I can just keep all the lights on. And then you wake up in the morning and go, why? So that's uh, le learning how to schedule in your fun. You can still have your fun. Adult life doesn't kill all the wonderful things that you want to do. You just have to figure out, okay, I can still have fun, but maybe I should just do only 30 minutes of it. Set yourself a timer. Maybe even set goals in your video game, which I know sounds kind of weird, but I think that's very easily done in Animal Crossing. And as far as uh, with Pokemon goes, it's like, okay, I'm going to level up my character to this, you know, so I can evolve out, what, my Dragonair into a Dragonite, whatever, and then you know, go, okay, that's it for the day. I will pick up on this tomorrow. And yeah, and maybe give yourself enough time to do multiple things in maybe 30 minute increments. Yeah. So that way it's like, oh, but I didn't get to do this today. No, you don't have to do a lot of it. Sounds good. Just maybe enough of it. All right. Well, so, yeah. and um, Liv, is there anything you want to ask or tell our viewers before we sign off for the day? Yes. We have, we have Twitter. And one of the things, and, you know, I, I want to go ahead and tell our listeners, like, I was very apprehensive about Twitter because I know the negativity that comes and can produ be produced through Twitter. But one of the really cool things that I've been learning is that is the best way to get connected with communities with like-minded goals and like-minded uh, uh, viewpoints that just are really, really wanting to connect with other people. So one of the really cool things that we've been doing on Twitter is connecting to faith-based podcasts and retweet. I've been retweeting some of their stuff, encouraging, you know, people to listen, you know, that follow us. Hey, listen to this one. I've been listening to a lot of these um, either in the past or I've just started like picking them up and I'm like, okay, well, let me hear what you have to say because I really am interested in your viewpoints. Let's, let's, let's dive deeper. Let's connect with each other. But also one of the really cool things that I'm doing with Twitter is I'm I'm being as super active as humanly possible. With Instagram, it's really difficult because it's a photo and a description of every little thing that you're doing, and that can become very excessive. So if you want kind of more of a dialogue and kind of a, hey, this is what we're up to, this is kind of what we're doing, hour to hour, head over to our Twitter um, I'm going to plug it, John, because it is slightly different than our um, Instagram yes. and Facebook. And thank you for telling me that, not, because it took me forever to find it. Well, my, my bad. I've changed it like six times, okay. so <laughs> it's okay. I, it's You only get a certain amount of characters, and Call to the Table is actually too long for an at. So I've changed it like multiple times because some of them are kind of the ones I've tried are kind of dumb. And I've, I've finally stuck to one, so we're, we're good. I just like CTTT. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, C3T. I don't know. That, 
that sounds like a droid in Star Wars. <laughs> but I say put a hyphen between the the first T and the rest of the T's, and you know that. <laughs> I kind of thought about doing that, but because we're not a nerd faith based podcast, I didn't want to give people the wrong idea. That's very true. So if you if you're interested in kind of you know some of the stuff that we're interested in, uh, again I retweet and I. I kind of keep up with the community and share certain things that I find are really fun. Um, I also share a bunch of photos and gifts and um, just, you know, overall goofiness. You can follow us. at uh, Our name is called to the table, but you can find us at Table Team, capital C, capital T, capital T, capital T, um, because that's what we are. Called to the table, abbreviated C, triple T. So... Uh, yeah, and it's it's really cool. And as we've been kind of chatting throughout this podcast, you you might have heard us talk about these day in the life uh, quarantine vlogs that we're doing. Those will be found on our Instagram if you're interested in watching them. Uh, we're doing individuals and then we're going to do one big one that kind of incorporates while we live individual lives all together, kind of one day, what are we all doing that same day? So you can check those out on our Instagram. Those will also be on our Twitter and if you have anything that you guys want to see us do, any goofy things that are going to, that could bless you and you would find as a blessing to your day to day to watch, to hear, to, to read, shoot, shoot me a, a direct message, um, on Twitter or on Instagram. I am constantly looking for new ways to connect to our community, uh, being our listeners and our fellow podcasters. So give us a shout and let us know what you would like to see. Because, you know, we want to we want to give you something to look forward to uh, in this weird time. And this in, in this pandemic, it's really hard to have a constant, you know, goal to go towards, especially when things have been canceled. Well, our podcast is not canceled and our social media is not canceled. So if you want to see something in particular, shoot us a request. We'll see what we can do. Awesome. All right, John, lead us out. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Call to the Table. If you would like to get in contact with us with requests for future episodes, comments, concerns, or just want to chat, you can get in contact with us at the Twitter and Instagram that Olivia just pointed out. <laughs> or you can get in contact with us at Call to the Table Pod at. No, it's at Call to the Table at gmail.com. Well, I was talking about the Facebook and. Oh, sorry. <laughs> how dare you mess this up Liv I had to steal your job John you have one thing to do just one thing <laughs> I stole Liv's job of interrupting John I know yeah and I'm even recording myself for my day in the life to interrupt John and you stole it from me so now this is just me talking into a microphone like an idiot <laughs> don't you do that anyways shut up John <laughs> Uh, at Facebook and Instagram was is called the Table Pod. Sorry. Or at Gmail at called to the table at G. Oh gosh, now you've messed me up. <laughs> at Gmail Yes, success. <laughs> that's your that's your goal in life, isn't it, Olivia? I mean, yeah, because like, let's be real, you are really good at it. <laughs> well, thank you. I just have to be a pain in the butt. You, you, you're good at that anyways. It's okay. Thank you. 
And we'll see you next time. And I can't remember the episode we're doing next time now. It's okay. I can't remember either. Okay. All right. Goodbye, by the way. No one else said it, so I'll just go ahead and say something. Goodbye. You don't usually say bye, so. Well, no one else said it, so I was like, let's be aggressive. Bye. Bye. Clone Wars.